From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I am Father Roshan Lloyd de Souza. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from three donors. The first are Bill and Marilyn Shinben from Owen Sound, Ontario, in celebration of their 70th wedding anniversary. Bill and Marilyn have six children, 12 grandchildren, eight great-grandchildren, and we also pray for their deceased family members. The second are Teresa Plamondon and her children from Edmonton, Alberta, for the souls of her husband, Lloyd Plamondon, daughter Joan, and all the deceased members of the Plamondon, Gautier, and Menard families. Also, for the return of her family to their faith and in thanksgiving with the daily TV Mass. The third is an anonymous donor from Alton, Ontario, in loving memory of her dear father and mother, for deceased family members, for the health of her relatives, and in thanksgiving for many blessings received. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today is the memorial of St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Thomas Aquinas is a doctor of the church whose intellect and insights have had a profound influence on the church. Today, as we honor St. Thomas Aquinas, we too are called to give all our blessings and talents for the growth of our faith and community. To enter into this banquet in a worthy manner, let us accept our sins and seek God's mercy. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for all of us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who made St. Thomas Aquinas outstanding in his zeal for holiness and his study of sacred doctrine, grant us, we pray, that we may understand what he taught and imitate what he accomplished. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel with him. They ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David rose from his couch and was walking about on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. 
David sent someone to inquire about the woman. It was reported, This is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. So David sent messengers to get her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab and the people fared, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the entrance of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. The servants told David, Uriah did not go down to his house. On the next day, David invited Uriah to eat and drink in his presence and made him drunk. And in the evening, he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of his Lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter, he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him, so that he may be struck down and die. As Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant, so- valiant warriors. The men of the city came out and fought with Joab, and some of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah the Hittite was killed as well. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. That you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty a sinner when my mother conceived me. 
merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus told the people a parable. The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter a seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow without the sower knowing how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet, when it is sown, it grows up, and becomes the greatest of all sherbs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. The moment of service that required almost no energy and took less than 30 seconds, or it was an action that seemed meaningless at the time, you found out later how deep the impact was. You learned how that one moment changed the life of another person. While it meant nothing to you, it meant everything to them. Dear brothers and sisters, keep in mind that everything someone does for you has an opportunity cost. That means if someone takes time out of his or her day to attend to you, there is something they haven't done for themselves or for someone else. It's easy to fool yourself into thinking your request is small. But when someone is busy, there are no small requests. Sometimes the little things make the biggest difference. 
The kingdom of God is built on little things. In listening to today's gospel, it can be easy to get caught up in the agricultural analogies and miss the incredible message that Jesus is offering. We often think that the big things are going to build the kingdom of God. Small actions grow into something big. There are big moments in our journey of faith, but they require the small moments first, tiny, small steps. Mark's gospel was written around 70 CE, shortly after the Romans destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. Those who professed the Christian faith faced destruction and feared their efforts were futile. Mark wrote at that about the time of the first Jewish war toward the end of the reign of Emperor Nero. In those tough times, speculation about inbreaking of the kingdom soared. Mark's gospel shares with Matthew's gospel an emphasis on the need for alertness, since the kingdom ushered in by the Son of God would come at a time we do not expect. Chapter 4 of the Gospel of Mark is taken up with the seed of parables. They teach us that God's rule is something hidden, indirect, surprising in its manifestation and not easily perceived. Mark uses Jesus' parable of the growing seed to comfort those in charge of guiding his endangered church. Mark's gospel was written in a time of high anxiety. Church leaders felt vulnerable and helpless. We can see why seed parables, while present in all three synoptic gospels, are particularly prominent in Mark. Seeds are small and vulnerable, but can sprout and grow even in tough times. Seeds are a good image for a mysterious reality whose growth occurs without our initiation and often without our knowledge. A parishioner told me about his young son who was doing a science project in his elementary school class. He planted several seeds and was supposed to monitor how quickly they grew. A problem arose. However, seeds don't grow when little hands dig them up every day to see how they are doing. The parable of the growing seeds encourages us to have faith and patience as the seed does what seeds do. Today's parables can be illustrated in three images. First, the growth of God's kingdom is mysterious. Second, the growth of God's kingdom is momentous. And third, the growth of God's kingdom is miraculous. First, when Jesus says of the sower, he reminds us that the mystery of the original life, physical and spiritual, is beyond our knowledge. We are wonderfully made. We live by trust not by explanations. Secondly, the growth of God's kingdom is momentous. 
Jesus uses the mustard seed to illustrate a second profound truth. Don't underestimate the power of a seed. Don't despise that which is small and seemingly insignificant. A mustard seed can grow into a bush and provide shade for birds. So the question, how much faith do we have? Third, the growth of God's kingdom is miraculous. Take a seed in your hand, any seed, and examine it closely. Does it show any sign of life? But when it is placed at the right place, right time, all the earth that does it is the growth, and it is miraculous without our knowledge. So is our life. Jesus slows us down when he describes the process of growth. First, the stalk, then the head, then the full grain. He reminds us we cannot short-circuit God's timing. Humbling as it may be, God has only commissioned us to sow the seed by sharing our knowledge of Jesus with other people. Let us share the word of God and let it spread. Amen. Let us unite all our prayers before a loving God. We pray for the church that we may be in, united in one heart and one mind. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We pray for the sick and suffering that they may experience the healing touch. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all of those in the daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those asking for peace in their family. We pray to the Lord. We make these prayers through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the wine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Heavenly Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. May the sacrifice which we gladly present on the feast day of blessed St. Thomas Aquinas be pleasing to you, O God, for taught by him, we too give ourselves entirely to you in praise through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. 
for as on the festival of St. Thomas Aquinas, you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life. Teach her by his words of preaching and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, St. Thomas Aquinas, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be called as to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him 
and with him and in him. O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, and formed by the divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Let us offer one another the sign of peace. Peace be with you. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of the flesh be saved. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Through Christ the teacher, O Lord, instruct those you feed with Christ the living bread, that on the feast day of St. Thomas Aquinas, they may learn your truth and express it in works of charity through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Let us go in the love of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. With hearts renewed by living faith, we lift our thoughts in grateful prayer to God our gracious Father, whose plan it was to sons through his own son's redemptive death that rescued us from darkness. Lord,